The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. And here's the calendar, December 9th through the 11th and the 16th through the 18th. The Grand Rapids Ballet presents the Nutcracker at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 11th, Heather McMahon and the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 17th for King and Country, the Little Drummer Boy Christmas at Van Andel Arena. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. December 20th, Coco Melon Live, the Comeback Tour at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown Grand Rapids. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. December 21st, Chevy Chase Live, a Christmas vacation Q&A with Chevy Chase following a screening of the movie Christmas Vacation. That's at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 27th and 28th, it will be the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey Invitational at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, and Ferris State University all will be a part of it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And December 29th, Jeff Dunham, the Still Not Canceled Tour inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It's time for another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations all across this great state for the station close to you. Uh, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. Uh, he'll join us. We'll talk about the Lions and the Vikings. Lions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. They are a favorite uh, in this game. A 10-2 and Vikings team is an underdog. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. We'll talk to uh, Jeff. I think it's good if you're a better. Uh, it could fire up Minnesota at 10-2, and saying they're getting disrespected. So, Rizzy will break that down. You want to comment on the Lions? Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, check the schedule. Get your tickets. Uh, just search Grand Rapids Gold and follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's bring in Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, one of our Lions insiders. So, Rizzy, uh, the Lions are favorite. Uh, it says something about the way they're playing. It says something about the fact that going through the Dan Campbell era, the Lions have been 
uh, very friendly to betters on the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook <laughs> app and other uh, locations. But I think a sign of respect uh, for is. the Lions for Sunday. Absolutely. And the fact that, that Minnesota is 10-2, and two, has won all those close games the, the way that they have, it shows some confidence from the betting public and and the bookmakers themselves that this is a Lions team that's moving in the right direction. You know, they're 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 learning how to win. They're learning how to close those games out. They didn't have to do that last week. Um, Jacksonville was was a fun romp. I don't expect anything like that. I don't think anybody really does for for this game on Sunday. But man, the uh, you know the Vikings. Uh, there's a lot of thought around the league that they're sort of living on borrowed time. You know, they're. They're ten and zero in one score games. That that's that's very very difficult to sustain. You know, you got the law of averages and the the regression to the mean and all that, where they just can't keep winning all those games. You saw it with the Giants earlier this year. Giants were five and one. They had a negative point differential. Like at some point, this is going to correct itself, and now it has. Now they're seven four and one. I think people are waiting for that to happen with Minnesota and Detroit. Look, they've won four or five. They're playing really good football. They have a top ten defense. Over the last five weeks, think about that for a second. They were thirty second with with a silver bullet in their heart in the coffin. Since that time, since they fired Aubrey Pleasant, since they got Jerry Jacobs back, since they got Josh Pascal back, they are a top ten defense. Terms, Joseph also jumped in. Kirby Joseph stepped right, up big yeah. time. Yeah, you're seeing Alex Anzalone playing a lot better, getting more comfortable. You're seeing Ali McNeil making a little bit more of a difference. Yeah, but getting rid of a DB's coach would turn around your defense that much, or was it Aaron Glenn understanding that maybe he was the next to go if things didn't change? I I think one of the things that happened was that when Dan Campbell came out and said, you know, I hated to fire Aubrey Pleasant, that's a good coach, and and that didn't want to happen. That was a message to his players like, hey, I know you like this guy. We had to get rid of him because of how poorly you're playing. Like, this is a wake-up call for you guys to, to get better. Because you just cost a good man, a, a, a very good man, and a good coach who's going to wind up on his feet somewhere in Green Bay now, hopefully not too soon. But uh, Aubrey Pleasant's a good coach, and he was very well-liked in that locker room, and they let him go. And that sort of maybe flipped the switch a little bit for some of the players. Uh, and, and other, you know, they are getting healthier, too. You know, Jerry Jacobs on the outside has been locked down, uh, been a very, very good corner. And just the, the confluence of the health and, you know, Sitting Amani Orowarie, sitting Michael Brockers, those are two wasn't easy to do because coming into the season, those were expected to be two of your best players. Brockers was one of the worst defensive linemen in the league. Orowarie was the worst cornerback in the league. So some of that's you know like we've made changes here that have helped too. But yeah, I, I do think there's definitely something to the the message that firing Pleasant sent. Sort of like the way last year when they fired Anthony Lynn, another a good coach just misfit, miscast with where he was in Detroit, and uh, it, it it picked up the offense. Remember last year they finished three three and one after they got rid of him. Same sort of things going on with the defense this year. Yeah, and, and I think getting rid of Pleasant, uh, Glenn had to have a lot of guilt because he's a defensive coordinator. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and, and Glenn has been a little bit more. Uh, Hands-on with the defensive backs, like he was a defensive back. We remember him playing for the Jets for the Cowboys. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Why were you doing that from, you know, day one? Exactly. And and I think, you know, you got to give all of the coaching staff, including Dan Campbell, some credit for realizing that they had to get better, and they figured out where they needed to get better. You know, they, they took the bye week, and they didn't take it off. They weren't, you know, they weren't out on a fishing trip. They were... Matt Patricia famously came to Holland every year on his uh, on his uh, bye week to, to get local food or whatever. I don't know. He, Holland, Michigan. Yeah, he came out every year and on his bye week. 
Like th- this, this family was... from there? No, <laughs> just just where he wound up. That's boy, he's he's imploding with Belichick. That's, yeah, that's fun to watch. Yeah, w- I... watching Mac Jones curse him out on the sidelines. Your plays bleeping suck, dude. You can read his lips very clearly. And Mac spoke for every Lions fan. <laughs> yes, he did. Hey, and Mac Jones, pro- at least on the outside looking in, seems like. Uh, the last guy in the world that will lose it, right? And he, he he absolutely lost it. In yeah, there. but that's where Belichick. You know, you're gonna hold on to friends. You're gonna always, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of like what Saban does at the college level. He's brought a lot of guys back who have been fired, but he's still the guy in charge. Yeah, right. Yeah, you see, like Lane Kiffin was there, Bill O'Brien's there. Oh my now. God, they've had uh, Bobby Williams I, from Sarke- Michigan State. Sarkeesian was there. Right? Like they got all kinds. When Bobby Williams was done at Michigan State, I think he joined uh, Saban. He did. He did. Butch Jones, like Tennessee, right? Nope. Yeah, and he, he's rolled a lot of guys through there. Yeah, he and and you know that's that's what's re- refreshing about Dan Campbell because you and I have both criticized him quite a bit for his in-game coaching decisions for his. Just a lot of things, and he's he is demonstrably getting better at the things that he needed to get better at. Does he still need to get better? Yes, he does. But he's he's on the right track, and he's self aware enough to understand that I don't have all the answers, but I'm still going to keep working at it. And he did say that the decision at the end of the first meeting in Minneapolis with the Vikings will haunt him for the rest of his life because you know I'm looking at all the playoff scenarios. And if the Lions just have that game back, and yeah. they're six and six, they they are in a position to make the playoffs. Then they're right there with the Giants and the and the the Commanders. Who well, are, and, and that tie really hurt. That, that tie that tie was that a tie, killer. It's a typical. Oh, please don't tie, and they're going to tie because you have the tiebreaker. You're the Lions. You being the Lions. You have the tiebreaker against both the Giants and the Commanders. You don't have it yeah. against the Seahawks. You just needed one of those teams to be in a tie with you, and you're, you've got oh, it. Or and, you just have... You have they don't have that anymore. And, Jeff, you just have the Vikings game back in the Seattle yeah. game you win. Yeah. You, you, you're that close to being 7-5 and five right now in control of a playoff berth. Yeah. And, yeah. by the way, if you have the Minnesota game back and you're playing Minnesota again... So let's just say Minnesota's nine and three. Yeah, you're playing Minnesota to bump them to nine and four, and all of a sudden you're looking at eight and five, and you're a game out of first place in the NFC North. That's how close this Lions team is, and that's not hype. That's not dreaming. Hundred percent true. That close. If you have the Vikings game back and the Seattle game is a win instead of losing, forty-eight forty-five, you're playing the Vikings on Sunday. To be a game out of first place in the NFC North with with very manageable schedule, a favorable schedule yeah. after that. Yeah. Every game's winnable. It's like Orlovsky oh, yeah. saying right now uh, on ESPN. He thinks the Lions. He said, "Book it. The Lions are winning out." I, I don't have that kind of confidence, but I, I absolutely think they're beating Chicago and Green Bay. I don't. I don't. Those teams don't scare you if you're a Lions fan right now. Carolina still plays some defense. They do, and they're they and have Sam Darnold. They they, they got better because they got yeah. a better quarterback. They, they have responded to their interim coach uh, Steve Wilkes, who deserves it. He, he he's a guy. He got a crap crap shake in in, uh, in in Arizona the one year he was given a head coaching job. He goes to Cleveland, gets saddled as Freddie Kitchens like right hand man like. Nobody can straighten Freddie Kitchens out. It's nice to see him land on his feet. Kitchens is uh, Patricia's adopted half brother. (laughs) 
Oh, the press conferences that we had in Cleveland when Freddie Kitchens was there. Oh, were it's great. like Patricia. You could see right away from game one. Remember he, when Sam Darnold as a rookie in the Jets just I do. hammered Patricia. And from game one, I said the guy's in over his head. It was very, very clear. Um, I, I would say that Freddie was probably actually worse at that. I mean, this was a guy who would tell you in one one breath, we're not talking about any of these things that, that, that you're asking me about. And then he'd answer them voluntarily in the next breath. Like, dude, are you really that dumb? And yes, yes, he was. Yeah, I, I will give Campbell credit that I, I think last year and this year, I've seen times or stretches with the Lions where Campbell looks humbled. Yes. That, that he he knows he had maybe a, a, a mistakes, gung-ho, over the top, whatever you want to call it. And then he finds a way that the team hasn't quit on him. That's the one thing you need to watch. And, and you see it in the NFL. You see it in college football. You can see it with a high school you know when the kids aren't playing for a coach. Oh, 100%. Right? And, and, and he's never... 100%. You know, I think there might have been a couple of games this year where you wondered that, and and it, and it might be, you know, what would it be, New England, maybe? That was a rough one. Yeah, that, because, because, because they're, that they're was frustrated one. with their losses. Yeah. You, you have the Seattle loss, you have the Vikings loss, that maybe it was wavering there, whether they, yeah. didn't, they didn't agree with Pleasant, that they didn't agree with Glenn, they didn't agree. They, it was That was that point where you're like, okay, is he going to lose these guys? And we talked about that. We did talk about that, and, and it was a very real that fear. The losing, the, uh, that coaches making mistakes, you're, you're going to lose the players. You will. Even, even if they love you, at some point they're going to tap out when you're just like, dude, you're just not getting it done. And fortunately, he got a, a win and then another one. And now, you know, four and five, and their loss was to Buffalo, a very competitive game well, against, think about against the loss a very to good the, team. The, to the Dolphins, where, where, where how well they played in that first half. Yeah. Right? And, and it kind of got away from them. But, but yeah, the, uh, they really needed some wins, and I'm glad that they got them now, now at five and seven. And still, this is a team that was one and six and left for dead, number one pick in the if draft. If they went out, they'll finish 10 oh. and seven, right? Yeah. Ten and seven, which means their finish would be a nine and one. Would that be a nine and one finish? That would be a nine and one finish with your loss to Buffalo, who's going to be favored to win the AFC playoffs. And with the Lions' luck, they'll lose a tiebreaker to Seattle at ten and seven because Seattle beat them in Detroit. They very in that forty-eight forty-five game. Yeah, or, or the tie, the tie for either the Commanders or the Giants. Would keep the Lions out of the playoffs. Yeah, so one of those teams will miss. I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that Seattle gets in. I think their schedule's easy enough um, with the way that the NFC West is with, with everything that's going on out there. Oh my lord! It, that that's it. it we're we're going to have to have a serious talk about the Rams at some point too. Just just to like divert away from. No, like, no. Let them keep playing the way they're playing. They're going to help uh, the Lions, <laughs> and and we'll get to that. Yeah, we uh, will. later. And then Jimmy G, his injury isn't his foot injury isn't as bad as expected. Yeah, so he could be back apparently as early as the divisional round of the playoffs. They're going to they're win that division. There's very little drama about that. I don't think Seattle's in any position. And Arizona is a total dumpster. Who player. knows what's going on? So th- they're playing New England this week, and I wrote it in my in my picks column at, uh, at Real GM. I'm like, I have no clue what to peg either of these teams as. Like, they're both... They're both probably more talented than you think they are, but they're also worse than you think they are at the same time. It's 
That that's that money in that game is. But where, where are the Patriots going? I mean, I, I get Belichick, his resume, you know, maybe the best <laughs> ever for a head coach in the NFL. But at some point, it is what have you done for me lately? And does he have four or five years to? Because he tinkered uh, with the team this year and putting Patricia in a big position of calling plays. And last year, he was brilliant with Mac Jones as a rookie. He was. Right? They missed they miss Josh McDaniels as much as as that pains a lot of people. He's a hear. better coordinator than head coach, even exactly. though the Raiders are playing some decent football right now. Bill, there are so many people. I'm glad you brought that point up. There are so many people who are much better at coordinating than being a head coach. Marty Morningweg was. Absolutely. Uh, Marinelli with the Lions. I'm going, well, we'll, just, we'll just go off of Lions, yeah. uh, former head coaches. Absolutely, the, the uh, Schwartz is a better coordinator than head coach. So his defenses were fun, man. And, yeah, I know, and, and got fun after he left too. Back both in Buffalo and Tennessee, and he had a good yeah. run uh, with uh, defensive units with Philly. He did, with Peterson. He right? did. Yeah, that, that one of the things that I, you know, when, fortunately we don't have to deal with a coaching change for a while here in in Detroit. But when when those come up. Don't just look at the guy who's the most successful coordinator on either offense or defense because that's not the job you're doing. Your job, you are the CEO of the coaching staff. That's a different mindset. It's a different mentality. It's one of the reasons why Jim Schwartz wasn't good at it. He's That's not who he is. That's one of the reasons why Wade Phillips, one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time, was a rotten head coach and repeatedly. you know, Both Ryan brothers, terrible head coaches, brilliant coordinators. They just don't have the mindset of how to – how to organize a team, how to bring people together with disparate ideas to bring them together for a common goal. That's a skill. I think Dan Campbell has shown that he's got that skill. He's, he's working the edges off of it. But I, I, I think Dan is one of those guys. I think he's a better head coach than he would be a coordinator. Uh, Sean Payton was a guy like that. Uh, you see uh, John Harbaugh, great example of it. Mike Tomlin, a great example of it. Guys who are who are leadership presences but also have the organizational and teaching skills to teach your coaching staff what you need to do and being able to delegate that those are those are very critical skills I am seeing that from Dan Campbell I'm not I didn't see that at all from Matt Patricia um, and that's 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 one of no, the you never reasons. you never saw Patricia growing on the job oh, God no and you're seeing that because there, there there have been breaking points for Dan Campbell already uh, the o10 and one start uh, one win, almost halfway through, yeah. and he found a way to rally last year. And there, you know, it's not a moral victory crusade, but if you do finish eight and nine, if you do finish nine and eight, I mean, I I said nine and eight and playing meaningful games in December was, you know, in our conversations last summer, Jeff. That's all I was looking for. I didn't even say that they would make the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I said I, nine and eight, play meaningful games in December. And they've achieved that. And I thought you were aiming too high. <laughs> and you, you're right, though. Like, but when they had one win, I'm like, uh, I don't know if Dan Campbell can get this back. And yeah. he did. And he did. That, that's a that's a credit to him, and it's a credit to his coaching staff and for, the players being loyal to him. Because you know that when when you're one and six, if you're Aaron Glenn, you're a guy that's had head coaching interviews. Drew Staley's a guy who's gonna he's gonna be head coach somewhere next year, not in Detroit, but somewhere he's gonna get that job. You know, you're thinking, okay, man, can I? Is this going to hurt my resume? Like when I'm looking around elsewhere, forget resume, or you could have jobs at yeah. the seasons. Yeah, over. seriously, are we? Are we going to survive and Thanksgiving? This team finished two and fifteen. I don't know how you bring them back. I don't either for a third year. Uh, it would have been uh, a very interesting conversation from from Sheila Ford. Yeah.
Well, and she thankfully did, we're not having to do it. Well, when they had the one loss, she did give a a vote of support, and you know here they are. I, my lord, if they if they finish on a nine and one, yeah, and they a nine and one close, and they're ten and seven, and they miss the playoffs, because then you're going to start doing the math, and and I think that uh, undefeated finish really centers on beating the Vikings. And the Vikings present uh, the best receiving core, I think, in the NFL, would you say? Absolutely. Maybe the best offensive weapons close yeah. to it, right? And, and, you know, Dalvin Cook's good. Alexander Madison, their backup, has his three highest career rushing games. TJ Hawkinson, Jefferson, there. right? Hawkinson's yeah. working well for them. Perfect. Uh, the Lions don't miss him, but he, he's, he's, he has helped their offense because he gives them a, a threat over the middle of the field that keeps the safety from going over the top on Justin Jefferson. And uh, we're going to see how that plays out on Sunday because uh, the last time around, Jeff Okuda specifically did a fantastic job on Justin Jefferson. And uh, Amani Arawari on the other side was burnt toast all afternoon. Why was he so bad this year after so much promise last year? He's He is not a guy that can uh, accelerate quickly, and he, he's a guy that has to see it. Uh, so when he's got his back to the quarterback uh, in, in man coverage running down the field, first of all, he's not that fast. Secondly, he just didn't have the the spatial awareness that was going on this year. He didn't play with the confidence that he did a year ago, uh, and it's tough because this is a contract year for him. You know, he's he won't be back in Detroit next year. Uh, that's pretty apparent. And this is a guy, you know, after last season, you know, with the five interceptions, and he he played relatively well all season. You know, was a guy that was looking at making you know five to ten million dollars a year. Now next year, he's going to be looking at you know. A, a prove it contract, you know, vet minimum with maybe a, a, a one million dollar bonus if you play, you know, X amount of snaps, and that's that's probably the best he's going to get. How about Akuda uh, allowed two catches for nine yards uh, yeah. this past Sunday? Quietly, when healthy, uh, he has been phenomenal. Uh, he, he's been fantastic, and and the thing that the other thing that he brings, he is the best tackler pound for pound on that team. Uh, his run defense really stands out. Uh, some of that was is is the fact that I th- I think the 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 blocking attention on the defensive ends uh, frees him up to do a lot of those things. But he, both he and Jerry Jacobs, I'll give him credit too on the outside. Very good tacklers, uh, especially in the run game. Uh, Jerry will will miss one or two, you know, in the passing game after a guy catches the ball. But they're they're very solid in that, and their run defense has, has improved quite a bit. Uh, you're seeing Alex Anzalone getting, you know. Look, that guy has taken a ton of abuse, and I know that his pro football focus score is still low. I'll just say this in defense as much as I can for Alex Anzalone. If you look at the NFL official statistics, he leads all linebackers with eight passes defended and interceptions. Pro football focus still has him graded with zero. There's a disconnect between what Pro Football Focus is watching and grading with Alex Anzalone and what's actually happening. So if you're just going to say that he's terrible because his PFF grade is bad, you're not you're not giving him justice. You're giving way too much credit to people that probably don't understand the throw. Look, he's got the hair. He's got the hammer, the Thor hammer, and, and with the hair, and they, yeah, they don't know who he like is. It looks like he uses conditioner. Uh, oh yeah, he's got he's got beautiful. Yeah, hair. I mean it, it's almost it, when. Yeah, but it, it, it's crazy that Whoa. they have. There is such a disconnect between what he does and how he's graded by PFF. I'm not saying that he deserves to be a great score or anything, but he's a lot better than they make him out to be. I, I I have watched their their 
how they track his games. I, I seriously think they're confusing him with other people on the field, which is crazy because he's a very distinct player. But that's uh, that's that's what happens when you uh, when you rely on the outside sources. That's that's why we watch the games, Bill. Their their turnaround was so unexpected in season. Uh, oh, it really yeah. was. What you got to give Campbell and uh, the players and and golf. Uh, golf played great. Oh Sunday. my gosh, that was fun. He he just is. First drive was shaky. After that, he was so dialed. You in. You know, you've seen these flashes. The Jacksonville game, the first half of Miami, where golf's just been phenomenal. We we do have a lot to talk about with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear uh, on YouTube. Just search for that. Joining us. Uh, in studio, you have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. The Grand Rapids Gold, who play their home games inside Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets today. Just search Grand Rapids Gold tickets, see the schedule, and also follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartan. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldog. The Bulldog bumps at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scores. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000. That's go blue to two one zero zero zero. Must be twenty one years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December fourteenth at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to twenty one thousand, and we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. You're listening to the Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. Uh, he's joining us in studio talking about the Lions and the Vikings on Sunday. Lions are favored. Uh, the spread's been bouncing around, but... You know, a 10-2 and two team coming in as an underdog. I, again, I don't know if bulletin board material Jeff works in the NFL, but if you're Kirk Cousins, uh, you're the Vikings, you're Jefferson, you're Thalen, you're Hawk, coming back, uh, playing in another uniform for the first time in Ford Field. I, I would think that kind of uh, irritates you to see that you're an underdog yeah, to a, a five-and-seven Lions team. Most of the Vikings players downplayed it. You know, they gave the Lions their due respect for, for playing well lately. Jalen Rieger, their wide receiver, who's not all that good, by the way, um, he was like, oh, we're winning this game. They're, they're, they're not 
you know, why are we not favored? You know, was basically his his longer point, and uh, you know, it it. Kirk Cousins, those guys are smart. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, those guys are smart enough not to take that bait. Uh, Rieger took the bait a little bit, and we'll we'll see how that goes. He's not all that consequential of a player, although he does play the slot, which is where the Lions do have trouble on their pass defense. But you know the the, the Hawkinson angle is fascinating to me because this was a guy who was pretty popular in the locker room. You know he was he was not he wasn't like a leader or anything, but he was a guy that was very well respected. Um, went about his business, did his thing, did his thing pretty well. Um, played very well against Minnesota, as an example. So, you know, he's much more involved in Minnesota's offense than he was in Detroit's, and he kind of got what he wanted. And I wonder how much he's going to hold that against the Lions or try to take it out because he kind of fell up. Uh, and and that's that's nothing against where the Lions are at. He fell into a better situation for himself to make more money, which is what one of the reasons why the Lions let him go. The big reason why they let him go, they didn't want to pay him $15, 16000000 million a year. Minnesota might want to do that. So he, he kind of got what he needed out of that. I, I, I don't know if he'll have the kind of hostility that I think a lot of people expect for you know, because because it was a, a, a deal where he – he wasn't asking to get out, but he didn't mind getting out. If that makes any sense, you know, he he was he understood that the Lions were never going to pay him, you know, four years, sixty five million dollars. That 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 just wasn't money that Detroit's going to spend on a tight end. Minnesota might do that, so they kind of did him a favor in of where they traded him, and uh, that I have have pretty good. Pretty good sources that 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 he kind of feels that way. So I don't I don't think he's going to be angry about it, but he is going to be fired up. The fans gave him a lot of crap, and he does remember that. (laughs) One thing I'll look at the matchup with the Vikings is that, and why I really like the Lions on Sunday, if they can do this, Cousins is not a mobile quarterback. So (laughs) you get after him. And and I really look at the Lions' success this year, and you talk about Anzalone making plays when it comes to pass coverage. It's about when they get pressure. They are a good football team. 100%. 100%. Uh, you can go back to the start of the season, you can go back to the first half against Wentz and Washington uh, in their first win, that when they brought pressure, uh, Washington could do nothing. When they didn't bring pressure was when Washington came back in the third quarter and then the Lions adjusted. I looked at Lawrence. They they made him run a couple of times. They, they got him on the move. And I think Cousins uh, loves to be in the pocket, quick release, and if the Lions get pressure, uh, they can win this game on Sunday by double digits. They they absolutely have that chance, and it comes down to the young guys again. Aiden Hutchinson, he's been really really good all year, but now you've got James Houston, sort of the blowtorch. You know, he only plays a handful of play. He's he's not going to play more than ten snaps, but he could get a sack and two quarterback pressures out of that, and that that's more than worth the while for him. Getting Romeo Aquara back this week, he will play Sunday. Uh, haven't seen him since week four of last year. Different type of rusher. You, if you're alternating between him at, at 200 and I think he's 280 as a defensive end, hand and dirt guy, and then you've got James Houston coming in to, to face the same tackle on the next play. He's 240 soaking wet. You know, the fastest linebacker that the Lions have, fastest you know, stand up pass rusher. That that that's putting some stress on. Look, Christian Darrisaw and Brian O'Neill are really good offensive tackles for for Minnesota. That that they they're a quality offensive line. Um, their weakness is their inside, and even that's not all that weak. 
But the ability for the Lions to mix and match and bring different styles of pass rush has worked really well in the last couple of weeks. And that's something that they have to do against Minnesota because, again, this is a good line. You know, they are, they are right there with the Lions in terms of, of line skill. And if you can, if you can impact Kirk Cousins, like you said, that's how you beat them because he, he, he's playing really well. He's dialed in. I'm not going to, I'm not going to diss Kirk Cousins, Holland Zone, you know, for those of you out on, on the West Coast in WHTC where I live. But, uh, he's, he's playing really, really well. But if you can rattle him, you know, there's the whole, you know, primetime Kirk. Obviously this game's at one o'clock, but you know, his, his dubious record in big games and, and primetime games, you know, national spotlight games. This game, by the way, is sort of a national spotlight game. They got one of the better announcing tandems. Thank goodness we, we avoid Chris Myers this week. It's, uh, it's, it, 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 there's a lot of pressure on Minnesota to prove, to validate to themselves. Um, they called it, it's a, it's a hat and t-shirt game because if they win, they clinch the North. That's, uh, I don't want to see that happen in our house, man. Yeah. By the way, uh, you mentioned James Houston. Uh, you're looking at the youth on that Lions defense. Well, let alone the youth over on the offense and the foundation that's being built uh, for the future uh, with this team. Is phenomenal. They had a they had a stint in in the Jacksonville game where they were playing Aleem McNeil, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston. Uh, then they had uh, Derek Barnes, Malcolm Rodriguez, Jerry Jacobs, Kirby Joseph, and are those all second year or first or second year players? Right, right. first they second had, year or less. They had I was seven say. of those guys on the field at one time, right. and the, and they got off the field in the three and out like that and. For that that's where the defensive improvement is coming. Like these guys are getting better together. We'll go back in in, in the the old time machine to the, the Pistons when they were coming together with Isaiah and Joe Dumars. How they all got better together. Like they made some key additions later on. But that that young core, like they had some talent, and but they 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 coalesced into something. You can see that happening with the Lions. You absolutely can. And the people that I talk to around the league are like, y'all got something good with the, these young guys on defense here. Uh, Jeff will uh, talk more during uh, the DraftKings NFL Power Hour coming up during Hour 3 here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Uh, follow the LionsWire Twitter, Facebook. Follow Jeff on Twitter uh, at uh, Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. And also on YouTube, search Detroit Lions Podcast. And Jeff is one of the co-hosts there. He'll join us along with Merrill Hodge next hour on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. And a reminder, make sure you always use that promo code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And also with the holiday hoops out there, from college basketball to the NBA, you can get in on pro basketball with the Pistons right now. The DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. And then once you use the code HUGE, you sign up. After downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can place that $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. 
Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine. So be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job. Because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Friday broadcast being heard on 19 stations statewide. For the one close to you, go to The Huge Show. We do it Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 p.m. You also can listen live anywhere in America on the iHeart app. Weekday afternoons at 3, just search uh, The Huge Show. Same thing if you miss any interview, any hour, any show, search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. We talked about it yesterday, and we're continuing it today. We're proud to partner with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, and iHeart West Michigan. Uh, they have teamed up with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital for their annual Radiothon, a two-day event where people are giving gifts that will help children 
in West Michigan, throughout the state, and even all across this country. And Helen DeVos Children's Hospital is truly a beacon of hope and professionals there for our children. So if you want to donate, uh, you have through today, and you can donate at any time, but we have the quick links. Uh, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and we're honored to have Dr. Hussein Morandi, president of Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, in the talk about their mission, what they're doing, and also uh, the Radiothon. Welcome in, Dr. Morandi. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Who would have thought? Me on the huge show. So thank you for giving us time to talk about the Children's Hospital. Yes, you know what? Away from this wonderful endeavor, the Radiothon, we do make dreams come true during the holiday season on the huge show. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, tell me about uh, what it's been like, uh, you know, through the pandemic. Uh, RSV is there now. Uh, we heard that yesterday from uh, your team at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, the last couple of years, uh, your team, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, what has it been like fighting through the pandemic and also protecting the kids? Well, you, you mentioned that you hit it right on the head. When we talk about the pandemic for the past two and a half years, completely has changed the lives of all of our uh, all of our lives, especially uh, our patients, the kids that we care for. And just recently, many of your listeners will know that we're going through a significant uh, issue with uh, respiratory viruses that are causing patients to have to be admitted to the hospital. So in the past couple of uh, months, we have seen uh, an excessive number of uh, patients that have had to be admitted to the hospital, specifically because they're having difficulties with all these viruses that we're seeing at this time of the year. Yeah, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, President Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan uh, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon uh, continues through today with iHeart West Michigan and Tim Fagan and the crew. Uh, the gifts, the giving, not just the Radiothon here over the last couple of days, but uh, the way individuals, businesses, families uh, give to Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, let's talk about the impact that makes on children and families in need. I, I would love to do that. I know many of your listeners are like myself who have uh, young kids. I have uh, two little boys, eight and six, and I can tell you just the thought of knowing that we have a, a world-class, uh, nationally-ranked children's hospital here in our backyard just in case we needed them. It's just a blessing to be able to have that. And I can tell you, when you donate to the children's hospital, your gift goes toward finding new cures, improving therapies, and more effective treatment options for all of our kids. So if there's something you want to give to give today, because nothing matters more than the kids. And it's just a, a wonderful time of the year to be able to do that. And the children's hospital can use every dollar to be able to care for these kids that we're seeing here every day. Yeah. And by the way, we do have the quick link on making a gift today through the iHeart uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon. Go to add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I got about uh, 60 seconds, uh, Dr. Morandi. Uh, as a dad, as president of the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, what's it like for you? I think it becomes personal for a lot of your team members who do have children and who are helping children on a daily basis. It does. I've got to tell you, uh, 
what I do is not a job, it's really a calling. And I think that's true for many people that work in these uh, walls here. Our staff is absolutely dedicated to caring for kids. That's what they live for. That's what they get up every morning to do. And we do it so well. And, you know, when, when a child is in need, everybody steps up. And I can tell you, I'm so proud of our team, so proud of our community for stepping up. And this is how the community can continue to help us donate. Doesn't matter how much it is, every little bit helps. So thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk to your listeners and and really get some help to continue to do our work. Uh, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, President Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, on what I call the Miracle uh, Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids. Hey, my best to you, your team, your family during the holidays, and keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Same to you. All Have right. a great day. Yeah, back at you, my friend, Dr. Hussein Morandi. Yeah, calling. Doctors, nurses, those on the front line, they're doing it every day. If you can donate to the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon, again, that quick link, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. If you miss any of our interviews at any time, any hours, any full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.